Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Why, hello, everybody, and welcome to Bravo, East Coast Housewives. I'm your host, Kim, and happy, happy Monday. And also, I would just like to take this quick little time and wish my mom happy birthday. It is Mama Bear Hacera's birthday today, August 3rd. Thank you so much, Mom, for coming on the show the many times that you have, and I know that you will in the future, just because you are a Bravo believer, like all of Yin's guys listening. So yeah, let's get on by me telling you the news. I just want to say we are moving this show, Bravo East Coast Housewives, yes, this one, we are moving it to Tuesday. So as of next week, it'll be on Tuesday. Why? Because we need some time to reflect on the Potomac episode, honey. Okay, so Potomac premiered on Sunday. Holy shit. Got so much to say about it. It is going to be a shit show in the best way ever. So much is happening. Bravo, bravo. As Denise would say, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Hello, bravo. Yes, Denise, we love Bravo just as much as you do. However, I'd say the majority of us are not getting paid the big bucks that you're doing to be on the show, which, by the way, I'm flipping jealous. So what the hell? Okay. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on in Bravo. Fucking Potomac premiere. I am obsessed. Dead. Yes. Dr. Wendy. Yes. Of course. Giselle is my queen. My number one. Literally, she's my number one. But then let's not forget Roni, honey. Ramona. Ugh. I can't wait until we get further into this. Like, I got shit to say. But why don't we start off first with what the Bravo? All right. So check it. What the Bravo? We got the Shaws, Shaws of Sunset. Oh, if any of you missed the, uh, what was it, the second part of the reunion? It was very, very intense at the very end, the last 10 minutes, the whole MJ Reza. So if you haven't checked it out, there's slightly a conclusion with their friendship, but also could it be up in the air? Hmm. I suggest you go check it out. But MJ from Shaws of Sunset, she was on the Daily Dish podcast not too long ago, which by the way, MJ, come on my podcast. What the hell? So when she was on there, she explained to them that her and Tommy, like how they're living through this pandemic, because obviously it's very challenging for all of us, but especially our Bravo celebrities. Okay, that was stupid. But anyways, she was talking about how her marriage with Tommy has definitely been a little bit ups and downs, especially through this pandemic. And she says, and I quote... It is difficult. I'm being totally candid. It's really a lot of ups and downs that when you're in a relationship under the same roof, they are having completely different experiences during this pandemic and you can have a lack of communication, end quote from MJ. But here's the thing. 
It's almost, I don't know, for the way that she words this, isn't this basically the same thing for any type of relationship? It's not even during the pandemic. I mean, maybe there's added stress because you can't really go to a lot of places to get away. But I mean, I kind of feel like this is, uh, people deal with this all the time. That's just me. Now, Roni, 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 Roni. Andy Cohen says, Roni reunion, honey. It's going to be held, yes, in person. Yes, face to face. Ramona to me, but not really. Dorinda, Ramona. Is Tinsley going to be there? I'm not sure, but she better be because if she's not, I'm going to be sad. I would love for Martin to make an appearance just as a special guest because he's kick-ass and we all love him. But the reunion's going to be face-to-face. He said that on his radio show, Andy, I mean, and the way that it's going to work, everyone will get tested for COVID beforehand, and there's going to be very, very, very few people allowed to be there. It's going to be in a spaced out venue, but I wonder if they're really going to rev it up and make it super high class and bougie, if you will, uh, as before. So, but it's going to be spaced out six feet apart, obvi, and let's note people, This will be the first reunion in 2020 since this whole pandemic started. The first face-to-face reunion. And honey, what a better reunion to start 2020 with than our Roni ladies, Morgan Letters. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's go to Vanderpump Rules. Talk the town. Vanderpump, will it come back? Will the Sir servers be relevant again? Checked out my reality website, you know, where the dish and the talk goes. Sources say Bravo is less likely to renew the contract with Sir, the cast, because of recent firings. Obviously, we know the fucking firings. I don't need to get into it again, but whatever. Sir also seems to be closed again through this whole pandemic. So obviously, everything opened up in California and things were cool. And then all of a sudden, things aren't cool. So I think the governor or whatever said, hey, we're going to shut shit down. So Sir is now closed again. Now they're saying because it's going to be really hard to film, we might not come back. But... Another source, honey. And this is why hearsay is a fucking problem. This person says this. That person says that. No one is meeting in the middle. Things are not adding up. What the hell? But this source says that it will be likely to have Vanderpump Rules come back. It's just stalled right now, people, because of COVID. What do you think? Is the show coming back or not? I'd love your thoughts. We'll see what happens. If I had really the inside, 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 inside scoop where like Andy Cohen and I were like besties and whatnot, I would try to find out. But I don't have his number yet. (laughs) Okay, that sounds really fucking weird. All right. Now let's move to some Southern Charmers, okay? They are getting a lot right now through the whole hurricane thing. I mean, that's some fucked up shit. That's scary. Thomas Ravenel. We all know him as Thomas Ravenel, obviously. But we know him as the father of Catherine Dennis's children. Check this out. He had another baby and not with Catherine, honey, and also not with Ashley Jacobs. Do you remember her? Listen, she fucking made that show. What was it? Season five. Oh, that was like through the roof amazing. I swear to you, she needs a fucking Emmy for herself because her performance was sick. Sick as in good. Like, oh, so good. Thomas has another baby. Not with Ashley. Not with Catherine. It's a girlfriend. But is she a girlfriend? 38-year-old 
nurse, which is hilarious because wasn't Ashley a nurse? Yes, she was. Her name is Heather Masco or Mosco. Yeah, Heather. One would say their girlfriend, boyfriend. Sure. But Thomas came out and he told some news place or news story, whatever. Again, this is hearsay. I'm not saying this is 100% truth, people. But I'm saying through the information that I found out, Thomas is now saying that they are good friends. But I found it interesting that she doesn't really live in Charleston. She lives outside of it. So I don't know how I feel about that. Thomas having a third baby, having two women with his children. I don't know. The guy just needs to get his shit together. Clearly, he's had a lot of problems. We've seen it on the show. We've read it in the news. Thomas, buck the fuck up. You're like close to 60. You should have your shit figured out. Just saying. But anyways, let's move to the main event. All right, main event, main event, New York. Roni, Roni, Ro, Ro, Roni, Roni, Roni. Oh, literally, I am so happy. Like my Bravo tank, or as Vicky Gunvalson would say, her love tank. My my Bravo tank is my love tank, I guess, right now. My love tank is full, okay? Just like Vicky Gumbelson's. Her love tank is full with her husband. My love tank is full with Bravo. Why? Because Roni and Rope. I don't know. <laughs> Is that how you would do it with Potomac? R-H-O-P. So R-H-N-Y, right? Roni, R-H-O-N-Y and R-H-O-P. Okay. Roni, rope. Yes. Love it. I'm so excited. Oh, okay. So we're starting off with my New York gals. Luann hosts this beautiful spa day for some of the women at the Fortune Society. And it was just so nice. So the ladies looked great before, but they looked awesome afterwards too. And it was just really nice to see them feel good about themselves, which honestly, isn't that what life's all about to be happy? Yeah. Our New York girls came to support Luann. Ramona was there first. They were talking about how Leah made such a bad behavior choice at Ramona's birthday because of course everyone has to reflect the day after. So Ramona sits there and she's like, I can't, I can't understand why Leah would do that in front of my 60 girlfriends. And they even call me, they had a really good time. But seriously, what was up with her attitude? Like I have 60 girlfriends. Basically, the girls were uncomfortable, supposedly, because Leah showed her (sighs) hoo-ha. I personally didn't see it. But as Leah said in the episode, if you would have seen it, you would have remembered it. Woo-wee! She's probably right. You probably would. Now, not only uh, do Luann and Ramona talk about Leah's behavior, they also talk about Sonia's drinking. Now, let me tell you, Sonia made that mirror tray. If it was a tray, I have no idea, but it looked like a tray. She made that mirror tray stunning, honey. It wouldn't have been better if she wasn't on it. She made that shit shine. That's all I'm saying, because Sonia is, she shines bright like a diamond, let's just say. I mean, Rihanna wrote the song about her. <laughs> You know she did. (laughs) So when Leah and Dorinda were coming to meet Luann and Sonia at the spa, Dorinda was saying to Leah, you know what, Leah? You have the one thing that Ramona doesn't. You have youth. So Leah has that youth and Ramona wants that juice. Just saying. 
It is really funny in this episode to see Ramona be so fucking petty with Leah. I can't even believe she she literally pulled out the middle school girl and her. Well, I guess, you know what? Maybe that's a little bit youthful for her. So congrats on you uh, for getting in touch with yourself like that. However, it looked really stupid. She got super petty with Leah, leaving her to completely ignore her through the majority of that spa day until Leah was like, bitch, I elevate this shit. What the fuck? That was hilarious to me. Leah, you're a kick-ass woman because you always stick up for yourself. Ramona does <laughs> in the most obscure way, but she's still amazing. But she was totally not cool with ignoring Leah. Like, Ramona, what the fuck? What the fuck? You also called Denise Richards Denise Rich. I saw that on Watch What Happens Live. That's messed up. You don't know those women like you say you do? Oh, you're a gift, Ramona. You are a gift. Oh, I love the fact, too, moving on, transitioning a bit. I love the fact that they showed Sonia and her line being front and center in Century 21. Thought that was so cool. Love that Ramona and um, Dorinda went to go support her. Really nice look. I love her clothes. I mean, I think I think I might have said this a bit ago. I probably am more of a streetwear type of girl, type of bitch, if you will. Uh, with Leah's type of clothing, I probably would uh, go towards that look. But I think Sonia's clothes are so beautiful. I think there's someone just opened the door upstairs. I'm so sorry. I think her clothes are so fucking beautiful. So Sonia, congrats on that. That was so great. I also feel like Sonia kind of puts herself down when she doesn't really need to. Whenever Ramona was like, oh my God, you did so well. You're so important. And then Sonia just looks at her and says, no, I'm not. But yes, Sonia, you are important. Your clothes are a fucking hit. You know, pat yourself on the back because you deserve it. You're a top bitch in the fucking fashion world. So yeah, girl, congrats. Own that shit. So after that whole... Let's see. So basically, big timeline. You got the spa, Century 21. That's the quick thing. And then the ladies are going to Mexico. Yes. Please get me a margarita now. Please, please, please. Oh, that's like my favorite drink of all time. Yes, I can do it frozen. I could do it on the rocks. I could use salt, but not salt. It's not a big deal. But you got to get the regular original honey. Yes, that's all I want. Don't give me a strawberry one. Don't give me a peach one. Give me the motherfucking original margarita, okay? Of course, Ramona's got to be the first person to check all the rooms because that's what she does. But Dorinda was smart by making it a little game where you had to answer certain questions and whoever got the right answer quickly, they got first choice, second choice, etc. That was pretty genius. Way to go, Dorinda. Yes. This was also great. <laughs> When they're kind of unpacking their bags and bringing their fucking luggage up and stuff, <laughs> someone had to have brought a vibrator. I don't know who it was. It might have been Ramona or Sonia. I kind of think it was Sonia. <laughs> but here's what I thought. While one gal brings a vibrator to get excited, Ramona's all about the floaty toys because she just jumps right in because she's so fucking excited. I probably would too, though. Floaty toys are great. It adds to the vacation, in my opinion. So... Vibrator, floaty toys, your choice. What would you pick? Leaving for the end of the episode, shit, that dinner party, you know, that's night one, first dinner of the fights, yes. Oh, literally, Ramona's still ignoring her after Leah says at the spa, Ramona, you're a terrible person. And you know what, Ramona, you're kind of a terrible person sometimes, maybe a lot more times than we think. Now, Sonia is super sloshed. I'm talking nakedly sloshed, you know, because she's Sonia and she likes to drink. 
without me, which is Kim, me. She should drink with me because I'm a good time too. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good time. Anyways, so she is nakedly drunk, trying to get her shit. Ramona is putting on a robe on her because one girl's trying to do her hair. I mean, it was just like a hot mess, but like a beautiful hot mess because we love Sonia. <laughs> I did find it crazy that Sonia brings up the whole fat. Well, this was fucked up too. Ramona, why the fuck would you be go talking in the streets about Leah's bipolar disorder? That's some fucked up shit, especially when you never even talked to Leah about that and she never shared that with you. That is not your information to tell anybody. Not just you, Ramona, but anyone in general. If you have that type of information on someone and they didn't even tell you, that's not your job to go tell other people. Like, mind your business. Mind your business. So whenever Sonia is sloshed and she brings up the whole bipolar disorder with Ramona and Leah, ah, there it is. Fireworks are cracking already. Arguments happening. Night one, honey. Argument number one at the first dinner. Love it to be continued because Ramona doesn't want to talk about vaginas because Leah claims that she's talking about her vagina to every woman on the Upper East Side. Now, if I lived on the Upper East Side right now, I'd be checking. I'd be checking. I'd be looking at every person that I see. Do you know about Leah's hoo-ha? Do you know about Leah's hoo-ha? I want to know the facts. We need to know the facts, honey. Now, obviously, with all this crazy shit with Ramona and Leah, hello, that is the dueling diva for this week for Roni people. Potomac is very different. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Leah and Ramona, what the fuck? I just, there's nothing more to say. We all saw it. Ramona's being unreasonable. Leah, yes, sometimes she goes a little over the top with her drinking. However, here's the thing. Ramona doesn't get all bitchy and fucking angry with Sonia. Sonia was acting like crazy with her naked ass trying to be like, it was just nuts. But you don't see Ramona getting all pissed off at her. You just see her being concerned that she could potentially have a drinking problem or she's taking meds, which also is a bad, bad assumption. That's not cool. That almost takes me back to whenever Phaedra basically, ooh, man, let me tell you, that was such a crazy season. They were making all these allegations that Candy had this like sex dungeon in her house and that she drugged people and like Phaedra kind of did that, but she kind of plotted against her by having Portia do the dirty work. Holy shit. That was intense. That was probably the most heartfelt, emotional season that I saw. Oh, I, I can't even, oh, reflecting on it, intense. But I secretly, just saying, I kind of like Phaedra on the show. Definitely not for what she did. That's some fucked up shit. But for some reason, I like the bitch. That's all. Now, after going off track with the Atlanta women, now let's go to our weekly shade with our New York gal pals. Oh, so... There were good, good amounts of weekly shade thrown by different women. Ramona about Leah. Leah about Ramona, clearly. Leah about Luann. That was cute shade, though. It wasn't like, hey, what the fuck? And, of course, Ramona about Leah again. Now, Ramona threw those two shady, shady comments. Okay, let me tell you what they were. Ramona, why do you have to say this? So Ramona was like, you know what? I, I, I can be a lady. And you know what? Leah can be a lady too. But, you know, sh- she is who she is. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? She is who she is. That you're saying, you're claiming that she's not a lady? Who are you to say that? Who are you to say that? That wasn't cool. 
but that was shade throne miss leah you better be aware but she is she don't take shit but the clear big damn shady ass thing whenever ramona was talking to sonia about leah's bipolar disorder that was just like no go you don't do that shit great funny shade thank you miss leah because you are funny as fuck throwing ramona a loop (laughs) she couldn't concentrate where she was or who she was talking to or whatever because it was hard for her to ignore leggings with heels um yes we're talking about ramona ramona those leggings with heels they were just a travesty i mean fashion police hello they were (laughs) It was just bad, but that was really good shade thrown by way of Leah. So whenever Dorinda was throwing that little game about getting the rooms, (laughs) one question was like, what's Luann's favorite word? Leah clicks the button and then all of a sudden she's like cabaret. You know what? Take me back to yesteryear. Bethany, (gasps) cabaret, cabaret, you're sick of cabaret. Love it. Love it. And they, and they went back to the Miami trip where Sonia was super drunk, but Bethany was there. Oh, my heart just dropped. It felt so good. I love seeing Bethany on the screen. Oh, come back, Bethany. Which also read this could be a rumor that Bethany's like never coming back. I think it's a rumor. I don't think it's true. That's just my own opinion. Now, Ramona eventually says something about Leah on how Leah's not used to going to high class parties so to speak she didn't say that but I'm just saying that whatever that means she's not used to going to parties that uh Ramona threw so Ramona said some shit talking about you know she's not she's not used to this you know she she drinks and she like spreads her legs and she 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 basically makes a fool of herself what the fuck she wants to spread her legs she can She can spread her wings and fly. Mention it all, okay? And do we recall, Ramona? Do we not recall your turtle time? That's all I'm saying. Let her do what she wants. You want her youth, honey. That's what Dorinda said. Shade, but true. Oh, my God. Let's go to the quote of the week. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so here's one quote. I'm not even going to (laughs) say... I'm not going to say who says it. Y'all will know what it is. Yin's guys will know. Here I go. <laughs> I, I had to pull it down in front of my 50 closest girlfriends. This is this is a celebration of me, not of, not of her body. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ramona. Oh, gem. <laughs> Here's the next one from Sonia. <laughs> You can't go in there and pull your dress up and show your hoo-ha. Unless you're Sonia Morgan. Which means, unless you're me! So yeah, Sonia had some really good ones uh, this week. (laughs) Another one. You have no camel toe. No, nothing. Referring to Ramona with her crazy-ass workout gray pants. Ugh, with the heels. They were so not a good choice. So, you have no camel toe. Nothing. I have the chubbiest pussy ever. That's, I mean, that's what the boys tell me. Again, as Leah would say, she doesn't know what that is. She's never heard of it. Chubbiest pussy. I haven't either. Uh, I don't know if I really want to talk about what that is, nor do I. Uh, yeah, let's just move on to the next one. So, Leah, and this was a serious quote, but it's totally true, and I loved it. She says to Ramona, don't talk about my vagina and don't talk about my mental health. Well, you know what? I'm telling everyone. Hey, everybody, let's not talk about someone else's vagina or their mental health. And then I think we'll be cool. 
don't be all like uncool. So yeah, quote of the motherfucking week, New York gals, yes, 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 uh, honey. All right, ins guys. <laughs> we are in it. We are in it to win it all the time. I mean, if you think that Roni was intense, holy shit. Welcome Potomac. If you guys watched the episode yesterday, the premiere, let me just let me just make a little highlight here. They fucking give us a little tease. Thank you, Bravo, as usual. Giving us a tease of what's to come. Literally the main shit that we're all waiting for. I mean, let's just be serious. Monique, Candace, they fight each other. They fight each other. Okay? Yes. I mean, no. Don't fucking fight. That's terrible. But anyways, we're all waiting for it. We all know that it's going to happen. So for Bravo to let us see that before everything else is happening in the episode, they know what they're doing. And all I have to say is this. Thank you, Bravo. Thank you. Not Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. But thank you, Bravo. I appreciate ya. So, main things that we learn in this first episode of Potomac. Monique gets a bird. Woohoo! Fly, fly, fly away. Crazy thing is, she's potty training the bird. Now, I know that's a little funky. Would I do that? No. Why? Because I would never get a motherfucking bird. No offense to people that have birds at their house. That's cool. You do you, Tweety Bird, all that kind of stuff. I just can't handle it. I'm more of a dog gal. I'll pick up the pee and the poop around the house, even though I don't really like doing it. I'll complain about it, but I'll do it. So yeah, Monique gets a bird. Karen and Monique meet up later on. Karen's talking to Monique about possible troubles in paradise with her uh, marriage with Ray. So that'll definitely uh, percolate, if you will, throughout the season. Uh, We see previews of that as well. Giselle. Woo! Woo! My spirit animal. Yes. She gets back with her ex-husband, Jamal. Are we shocked? Yes. Are the women shocked? Hell yes. Robin especially, and it's interesting because I would say Giselle is probably the closest with Robin compared to any of the other girls. I think back in the day, Giselle was really close with Karen, but that shit ended, I think, after she, you know, did the hashtag tax reform thing on her shirt whenever they met up at the lunch, and yeah, that kind of got messy, but oh, so good for TV. Oh, love it. Giselle, you know how to play it. You know how to play for the camera. Yes. Love it. Keep doing it. I did find it interesting, though, whenever her girls were basically telling her that they feel like they're the fifth wheel and they're a little uncomfortable for them to be together. And if you think about it, I guess that really makes sense because whenever they were, they don't really remember their mom and dad being together. So they weren't really around that. So I think it's just a little uncomfortable. It's a new situation that they have to approach together. And I feel like they'll get through it. It seems like it from what Giselle said on Watch What Happens Live. So I think it's great that they're back together. I'm just saying he better not, you know, do bad things again because... There's a lot of people that will be on Giselle's side, and we're already on her side because she is a badass. Now, we get to Candace. I have many thoughts on Candace, as I'm sure that you all do. You know, I first liked her a lot whenever she first came to the scene. 
She seemed really cool. I was like, yeah, man, I could hang with her. She seems pretty cool. And she's like vivacious and bubbly and all that kind of stuff. Likes to have fun. Cool. But then last season, that was a whole nother thing. Cussing out Ashley about the whole baby thing and saying all that terrible stuff on Twitter. I'll get to that eventually uh, towards the shade and all that shit later with them. Now, she wants to throw an anniversary party for her and Chris. Yay, you made it through a year. Honestly, if you think about it per uh, the statistic level with marriage anymore, uh, the divorce rate's pretty high. So I guess congratulations on a year. Woohoo! But for $22,000 to host an anniversary party for you and your friends, that's pretty, like, why? Save that money for your house where your mother was paying for your mortgage or you also said that she's not. But is she? Because you're telling some other people about this $5 million house. Uh, let's remember Giselle telling her that your mom's going to pay for some of that house. What is the story? We want to know. At least with Ashley, she's 100% honest with what she's saying. So that might come up throughout the season. We'll see. But throwing out 22K anniversary party. Yay, yay, yay. Of course, she's not inviting Ashley. Why would she? She called her a roach on Twitter and all these other things that were not nice. (sighs) I feel like Candace, there's a slight parallel, but not really to Ramona. Ramona hurts the girls. But here's the thing. Ramona says stupid shit and it's usually silly and it's not that low to really be malicious. Like, I don't think Ramona is malicious. I really don't. I think... (laughs) I just think that she's so not aware of herself. Like, she she doesn't have self-awareness. She doesn't. Candace, on the other hand, she totally has self-awareness, and you can see that. And you know, when she says the shit, she means it. She really goes after the jugular, and she really tries to cut deep. And she does a good job at it. And that's part of the reason why I'm not really liking her vibe. I'm not liking her vibe. Maybe she'll have some redeeming qualities this season, but it doesn't look like it because, you know, she's going after Monique. And at the moment right now, I'm Team Monique. Let's see how it plays out, but I'm Team Monique. Michael and Ashley, per Ashley's words, they are closer than ever. And I just like to say, me, dot, 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 they are closer than ever again. I think she says that literally each season. And you know what? I just hope it's true because I feel like Ashley deserves the world. Has Michael given it to her? Hell no. Should he? Yes. So Michael, always step up your game because we're watching you. We're watching you. Like literally national television. We're watching your ass. So be a good husband. Okay. As Naomi would say to JD from Southern Charm, Be a better husband. Yes. Okay. Robin and Juan, are they getting married? Well, present day, meaning today. Uh, Robin and Juan are engaged because Giselle said that on Watch What Happens Live. Yay! Finally, I'm so excited. They're finally engaged again. Obsessed. Yes. Love those two together. But... For the first episode, you see them talking about moving into a new house where Juan was like, yes, let's just, you know, elevate our relationship and keep growing. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're getting married if we're going to do that. Are you a fucking crazy fool? Well, you know what? He's not a crazy fool because he put a ring on it. Congratulations. I'm so excited for the both of you. Yes. So eventually we get to the anniversary party for Candace. Her mom's taking the mic, talking about, oh, 
thank you so much for having sex with my daughter. It's great. But, you know, I did 25 years of marriage through two marriages. You know, it's all about me again because I miss Dorothy because she has a tendency to do that. So does Candace. Wonder where she learned it from. But now you see that Ashley and Monique are cool before the whole anniversary party because Monique goes over to her house to chill with her babies. It was super duper cute. Love that their relationship is back to normal as far as a good friendship. Maybe we'll see that with Ashley and Candace. I kind of doubt it, but you never know. You've seen shooting stars in the sky, so who the fuck knows? Then we finally meet Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy, you know, and I was wondering, I was like, when are we going to meet this lady? Like, we met Garcelle at the very beginning uh, for the Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Dr. Wendy seems pretty cool. I don't know. I mean, we didn't see much of her, but she seems pretty cool. Um, so we leave off where Candace is approaching Giselle outside at the anniversary party. And she's like, hey, are we okay? Because we went to go get desserts and shit the other day to possibly bring to this party. And it seems like you're a little pissed off at me. But here's the thing. Giselle, she will not back down to you. And... For you to even approach Giselle in any type of manner like that, you are feeding yourself to the wolves because she will eat you alive. Like Giselle is just that woman, okay? You don't mess with her. So with her clearly saying to Candace, yes, I would love to talk to you, but here's the thing. You need to stop talking in order to have me talk to you, and you really need to open up your ears to listen. So I thought that was pretty awesome because... You know, I'm basically obsessed with Giselle. (laughs) So not in that way. I just fucking love her. I just think she's a badass, powerful woman. And I think that's great. And all of us women should be like that. This just killer. I love it. Now, let's get to the damn dueling divas with these women of Potomac. Literally, it's just one. Candace and Ashley. Candace isn't being cool with Ashley. Ashley, at this point, could care fucking less. She has her baby Dean. He's adorable. Like, she's on a completely different stage. You know, Ashley is an adult. She's not in middle school anymore like Candace is. So (laughs) that's just my own opinion. And uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of people might be on my side as well. Yeah, I can really tell that I probably have a little, what is it, maybe anger towards Candace? I don't know. I just think she's being unfair. Do I hope that she can make me a believer of her? Sure. I just don't, in a reality situation, I don't think that that will happen. I don't think I'm her vibe either, which is fine. We also see Sharice come back. Our girl Sharice missed her. You know what? I want Katie to come back. Bring Katie back because she was the shit. I loved her. So Sharice is at Candace's place for the anniversary. But here's my question. How the fuck did they meet? How do they know each other? I don't get it. Maybe we'll find out. I don't know. First episodes leave you hanging and questioning so many things, which is what I'm doing right now. But I guess Monique and Sharice have beef because Sharice apparently has been spreading rumors about Monique's family. And whenever the producers asked Monique in her confessional, she didn't say anything. So the shit probably had to have been bad. So that's kind of messed up. Is it true? Hope not. Now, when we get to the weekly shade with our Potomac women, let me tell you this. They throw some amazing shade in such a different way. Like, it almost is like a little bit more mean, if you will, than the New York ladies. But it's really not mean. You know, it's just 
I don't even know how to explain it, but it is it is something else. And I'm taking notes so I can use it in my everyday life. Yes. Now, what do I mean? <laughs> the first thing, when the producers ask Monique how Karen's new house, because Karen got a new house in Potomac, Maryland. She's not in Great Falls anymore. No more Pizzagate. No more Pizzagate. Potomac, Maryland. No more Great Falls. So Karen gets a new house. Producers ask Monique. How do you like the house? <laughs> she says, it's nice for them. It's nice for Karen. It's nice for Ray. And <laughs> I just thought it was great afterwards. She's like, oh man, I did not, that's not supposed to be shade. But you know, even with her saying that's not supposed to be shade, it was already thrown in like a jokingly way. And you know what? I'll accept it. I think it's cute. It's fun. Yes. Now, moving on, Candace throwing some shade that's kind of mean and it's just like, whatever, Candace, you like to hear yourself talk. Cool. But you know what? I do too. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she says that Ashley's way too busy to come to my party because she's lactating. She's busy being a mom. So of course she's not going to be coming to my party. I mean, let's just be real. You didn't want to invite her. We all know that. So don't be saying all that bullshit excuse. Yeah. Ashley, referring to Candace. <laughs> Ashley refers to Candace as a hamster hoe. What is that? I don't know. What's a hamster hoe? Do you know? I try to rhyme to make it funny, but I don't know if that worked. But anyways, I thought that was kind of funny shade, which she's actually, Ashley gave the quote of the week for the girls. I thought it was kind of humorous to me. Uh, Giselle referring Candace also to a Tasmanian devil because she is a little devil on the Twitter feed. We all see it. They all talk about it because it's a real thing. So it's just rude and it's just mean. It's just, I don't like it. I'm very bothered by it. <laughs> Whenever we meet Dr. Wendy, Karen's telling all of us, <laughs> she's telling the, conf she's telling in her confessional, <laughs> she's like, I met Dr. Wendy at many, <laughs> at many events, not impressed. <laughs> I just want to know more about that because whenever she, you know, Karen gives the best, best faces. Okay. I can't wait for her faces this season. They are going to be epic. It's going to be good. As Giselle would say, this is going to be good. <sighs> Last little weekly shade. And again, this from Candace thrown at Giselle. Giselle comes into the diamonds and denim party, which I'm sorry. That's kind of a lame theme. I don't like it. Diamonds and denim. I, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it, but I don't have 22K to throw a party. So what the fuck do I know? I'll just shut my mouth, but I'm just saying I don't like it. So Candace throws shade at Giselle. Giselle comes in with a sick diamond jumpsuit looking good. Killer. Cause she's badass. As I say all the time, y'all will be sick of it, but I can't help it. She's cool. Um, Candace acknowledges how great she looks. She's like, oh, you look so good. Diamonds, honey, without the denim. Now, that was a little shade. Throne. Was it cool? No, but guess what? Giselle's gonna get you back for that. She takes those little things. I'm sure she puts them in the back of her mind, and she'll come and she'll attack whenever she needs to. She knows. She's got that in her library. She'll remember it. She'll get back at you. You just wait. She is the... What do, they, what do they call her? The Green Eye Bandit. You better watch out for the Green Eye Bandit. Quote, my quote, 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 for the Potomac women from Miss Ashley Darby. And I think, you know, Ashley's in her motherly type of self right now. 
I think she will get back to the bubbly kind of shady girl that we're all used to, but in a fun way. I think that'll come back. I think right now we're just seeing her more on the motherly side, which is really cool. It's a new chapter for her life. I think it's great. But I think this might be the start of it. With her little quote talking about Candace, what does she say? She says, I don't want any hamster face hoes trying to mess with my baby. Woo! Hamster face hoes, a.k.a. Candace, per Ashley's words. Or Tasmanian devil, per Giselle's words. Yes, so the time has come, my lovelies, my Bravo believers. Let me tell you, as I said, Potomac, ooh, it's going to be a fucking great season. That's all I have to say. Dr. Wendy looks like a kick-ass bitch, yes, but I'm sorry. You still got two main bitches leading the household of the Potomac women. You got my gal, my spirit animal, yes, Giselle. (sighs) I fucking love her. I hope I meet her someday. She would be kick-ass to talk to. Like, I, I would just look at her and be like, how can I be you? Because you're kick-ass. And I just want to be as kick-ass as you. Or maybe just a little bit. Just tell me. Tell me your tricks. And then we got Miss Karen Huger. As they would say, Kern, Kern, the grand dame. Yes, la dame. Yes, by her perfume. I guess it's in Bloomingdale's. Is it still? Who knows? Is Bloomingdale's open? Who the fuck knows? But anyways, La Dame perfume. Just saying. It's going to be a kick-ass season. Super excited. Candace, Jesus, she's like a train wreck with her attitude all the time. Poor Monique, because you know that they're going to get into problems. We see the fucking thing on the trailer. It's going to be insane. I'm team Monique, personally. We'll see how everything turns out. But we know that they got fucked up with each other. Woo! Swing and a miss. New York ladies, let's see what happens in Mexico. Let's see how it pans out. Let's see if Ramona gets over herself and the vagina talk. I mean, you know, vaginas is just part of your body. Just just own it. Just own it. Let's see what Beverly Hills is all about. Holy shit, Brandy Glanville, I still don't like you. You're saying some shit that I don't believe personally. It's out there. The girls are in Rome. Coming down. Teddy, seriously, I don't like what you do sometimes. Denise was right. You are a shit fucking stirrer. Teddy, just stop stirring the pot. I know it's part of the show, but sometimes you really need to just shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Camille, sometimes you were right when you said, Teddy's too big for her britches. Sometimes I think that's true. Let's see how Denise reacts. We saw her being a little defensive, understandably so. And uh, let's see how her and Erica Jane work out. Because Erica was pretty quiet. And I think she does that. She really tries to assess the situation first before she attacks. Or not even attacks. Before she participates. So we'll see what the deal is with that. Follow us on Instagram. Believe Podcasts and Believe Pop Culture. That's B-L-E-A-V. But also follow fucking me, okay? Started an Instagram account with this podcast, honey. Follow me at Bravo Yinzer. Yes, that's Y-I-N-Z-E-R. So again, Bravo Yinzer, Y-I-N-Z-E-R. Look for me. I'll be posting shit. Yes, this is fun. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are kick-ass. Please tell your friends. I have a great time talking clearly. I think you guys understand that I talk too much sometimes. Like us on iTunes. Please subscribe. Rate us five stars. All that cool shit. Please spread the word. We want to get it everywhere. We want the housewives on this show. 
Tell everyone that you know. We want to make that happen. Yes. Have a wonderful rest of the week. I will talk to you all next Tuesday. Ooh, ooh, James Kennedy, the white Kanye. See you next Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So I'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Have a kick-ass week. God, I said kick-ass way too many times today. Have a great week. Talk to you Tuesday. Later. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.